testing. All right. Woo! Woo! Wait. Uh, I'm about to burp. I'm good. I pressed record. Damn it. All right, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to DJ BFF. Woo! The Daniel Jason Best Friends Forever podcast. I'm joined by my better half, Jason Williams. And I'm joined by the official magician of 2019, according to some magazine. What? True, look it up. Nathan Fan isn't here. What are you talking about? No, D, D, you, Daniel Gaslam, that guy. Oh. Nathan Fan's here? I wish. <laughs> Not gonna lie, Jason, if Nathan was here, uh, you would be out of the job. <laughs> That's fine. It would still be the Daniel Jason Best Friends Forever <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by. Nathan Pam. <laughs> I'll be over here eating pizza. Shut up, Jason. <laughs> all right. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Did you have a good New Year's? Uh, yeah. Played some games. What kind of games? Board games. Did you play the Scott Pilgrim game I got you for Christmas? I wish. You suck. I was at somebody else's house, so I played his board game. Boo. Supposed to be 60 minutes, turned into like three and a half hours. Ugh, the worst. <laughs> it was, it was something. <laughs> How was your new year? It was nice and slow. Oh, nice. Yeah, very low key. Uh, Christmas, also very low key. The first year without a Filipino Christmas. What? Last year we had 40 people over. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that's a Filipino Christmas, though. It's bad. So it was nice and calm and relaxing. Huh. So was mine. We usually do it at our house. But I guess my whole family felt lazy this year. So we did it at a relative's house. That way they get a clean up. Nice. Although apparently they don't like dogs, but we brought one anyway. Who doesn't like dogs? Right? And she's so cute, too. Do you have any dates? Um, it's Are getting released ALA? after ALA, isn't it? No, this is being released uh, the Monday before the 8th. Oh, okay. Then ALA, probably. Actually, I haven't planned that well for it, so I might not actually go. We'll uh, see how it turns out. <laughs> Jason may be at Anime Los Angeles. Yes, so yeah. In Ontario, there. California. <laughs> Tickets available in the episode description. It's a good convention. It is. It's really good. It's just kind of weird that it's in Ontario, California. Well, it used to be in actually in LA. Then the name made a bit more sense. Do you have any dates? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. I don't. All right. Not anything that would be pertinent to when this is released. Oh, also, I'm going to Strategicon, February. Nice! Uh, I'll have more dates next episode. I'll, uh, I'll put the uh, link to tickets in the description. Yeah, I'll probably try to run something again. Werewolf. 
Oh man, at three in the morning. Rest in peace, kid. <laughs> Look, oh, this kid's kid. not a werewolf. Look at him. He's a fucking piece of shit. It's the reason his parents' marriage is falling apart. Think he has any idea what's going on? I do a little. <laughs> Shut up, kid. <laughs> it's gonna be really confusing for people who haven't listened to every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, to the main story. Going pretty fast on this one because we're recording this before the Wastelanders Ball. And it takes five hours to do my hair and makeup because I'm a diva. <laughs> because you're a star, man. Because yeah. you're a star. All right, Jason. There's this person mm-hmm. whose birthday is on January 8th. Yeah. And they're the they're one of the most important people in my life. Ooh. Because they're just so inspirational and they work so hard. Oh. Yeah. Talking about David Bowie, of course. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, of course you were. I didn't well, think... I mean, why is your birthday on the 8th? D- yeah. Oh. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to... Uh, I'll be right back. I got to run to Best Buy. <laughs> we're doing a David Bowie episode for Bowie Miss. Yeah, Bowie Miss. For those of you who don't know... Bowie Miss is a three-day celebration for David Bowie. His birthday, the ninth, which is like celebrating his life and legacy, and then his death day, where we all get really sad. Wait, were those all next to each other? Yeah. Oh, I'm already learning things. Yep. <laughs> so I, I did some digging, mm-hmm. and I have... Learned more so that David Bowie was a genius, not just for his art, but his innovations and his predictions. Yeah. And he was a revolutionary. And so I'm not going to cover how much of an icon he was in the LGBTQ community. I'm actually going to save that for a full episode during Pride Month. So stay tuned for that at a much later date. Okay. That's okay with you guys. That works. So... This is a report on some of the innovations and predictions from David Bowie. All right. I'm excited. Bowie miss. So uh are you before we begin, are you a Bowie fan? Um kind of. Is it mainly cuz we live together and then I I kept playing David Bowie in the apartment? I mean, that's definitely a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard his songs before we... I mean, everybody's heard his songs. So I heard his, like, most popular songs, I guess, like, before we lived together. So I have a line when I perform Card Magic. uh, What's your favorite David Bowie song? If you name anything off Tin Machine, we can't be friends. And if you say Rocket Man, I have to physically carry you out of this building. (laughs) And I do not lift. (laughs) And the common response is, I don't know any David Bowie songs, but that's not true. You've heard a David Bowie song <laughs> at least once in your life. Probably Space Oddity. Yeah. Changes. That might be mine. Nice. I can't think of others at the moment. Damn it. Life on Mars, Rebel oh, yeah. Rebel. 
Station to Station, Golden Years, Young Americans. Oh, yeah, that one. Sound and Vision. I don't remember that one. Ashes to Ashes. I don't remember that one either. Should have listened to some David Bowie before this episode. You suck. (laughs) But I know I've heard a bunch. Because like he said, everybody has. He's like super famous. I'm going to tell you things about David Bowie that'll blow your mind, Jason. Oh, really? For example, in his early career, he tried to perform under the name Davy Jones. What? Really? Yes. (laughs) But around that same time, there was a group called the Monkees, and they already had a Davy Jones. (laughs) <laughs> so we have to change his name. Do you know what he changed it to? David Bowie? No. What? Tom Jones. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait a second. He changed it to <laughs> Tom Jones. Isn't there a Tom Jones? And as he was getting his first uh, professional photo shoot done as Tom Jones, Tom Jones <laughs> released It's Not Unusual. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is unfortunate. I hope we didn't spend too much on business cards. <laughs> it's kind of like fuck. It's like when uh, it's like that Jared Leto interview where the interviewer tells him, "Hey, how does it feel to not be in the new Joker movie?" There's a new Joker movie. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? Oh man, it's probably exactly like that. Tom, jo- oh, that's pretty cool. Like the, it's not unusual guy. Like the who? The not, it's not unusual guy. The song that just came out. It's like pretty big. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so after that didn't work out, he ended up naming himself after James Bowie, the American pioneer with the famous knife. Ah, the guy in the Alamo. What? He he fought in the Alamo. Bowie? Yeah. He did? Yeah. I'm bad at history. I probably should have known that. <laughs> that's the, I thought that's the two things he's known for. I thought that was the His knife raccoon, was... raccoon hat guy. Oh, that guy too. Oh. Well, obviously I did not remember the Alamo. So. <laughs> yeah, you had one job. <laughs> I lost. We lost all of our listeners in Texas. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. <laughs> so even though he had a new moniker, David Bowie would be famous for his character work. Some of his most famous characters were the lost astronaut Major Tom, the sexually ambiguous alien Ziggy Stardust, the thin white duke, a dapper man in a waistcoat described as ice masquerading as fire. Ooh, that's cool. A mad aristocrat. Huh. I don't remember that one. An amoral zombie. That was one of his characters? Yes. Huh. (laughs) And an emotionless Aryan Superman. (laughs) huh oh and jareth the goblin king from labyrinth oh jareth the goblin king yes whose pants launched a million (laughs) sexual exploration (laughs) that that cod piece though god it's just i can't not look at it during that movie (laughs) You remind me of the babe. Well, you remind me to wear a dancer's belt. Jesus. It's right in my face. 
I can't look away. It's like the Ark of the Covenant. It's going to melt my face off. So uh, sometimes his character work would get him in trouble. Like, uh, he kind of was really addicted to cocaine while he was the thin white duke. Wait. Was that... Does that name the thin white dude not a coincidence? Well, here's the thing. He lost his mind, so he was only surviving off cocaine, milk, and peppers. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) That is not a healthy diet. (laughs) No, it is not. And he started talking about fascism being cool and how Hitler was the original rock star, but... He kind of got carried away with the character and lost his mind for a little bit. Is that all with the Thin White Duke? Yeah. Okay. He really pulled a Kanye West with that one. (laughs) Oh, your characters can't be winners. (laughs) But uh, his character work would actually make him famous and uh, ultimately make him legendary. Yeah. Uh, The Thin White Duke's base outfit was the inspiration for my Sand Demon outfit. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that. And uh, Wasteland 2018, uh, my opening routine was the Station to Station. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What an inspiration. So, the next thing I want to talk about is him promoting artists. Because he was, he was really one hell of a collaborator. From the 70s, where he helped produce the landmark album Raw Power for Iggy Pop. And he would also act as a background vocalist, keyboardist, guitarist, and producer for Lou Reed's iconic Transformer. Oh, that's cool. Have you heard Transformer? I've not. It's so good. But I like the idea of an artist supporting other artists. It's so good, Jason. Uh, I need to listen to it. You gotta listen. <laughs> okay. After this I'm, I'm gonna be a piece of shit. If you're going to listen to Transformer, you got to listen on vinyl. <laughs> do you have it on vinyl? I do. Oh, perfect. <laughs> but I have shit speakers. So oh. Time to it. buy expensive speakers. <laughs> also, I could listen to one song yeah. that I don't even own. Hey, babe. Take a walk on the wild side. Is that from the song? It's from the album. Oh. <laughs> You're the worst. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) This is why I'm here. But, you know, even later in his life, he would help support artists that, you know, might not have become as prominent without his help. In 2005, he performed with Arcade Fire. What? Really? Yes. (laughs) At, uh, he, he performed with Arcade Fire at New York's Fashion Rocks. And would later collaborate with them in 2013 on the album Reflector. Oh, I like the arcade fire. I didn't know that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was recent, too. Yeah. It was only, like, six years ago where you did the album. Oh, okay. Let's say 2005? It was longer. <laughs> it was longer for when you performed it, <laughs> You can actually watch that video on YouTube. It's choice. Nice. Uh, Bowie... Bowie once said that Lord was the future of music. Really? Yes. <laughs> that is super high praise. If I was Lord, I'd be like, yes, I made it. <laughs> well, to quote his longtime pianist, Mark Garrison, David really liked Lord, and he felt like she was the future of music, and they had a few wonderful moments together. Ah, oh, man, that's so cool. 
That makes and, a lot uh, of sense. When, when he passed away in January 2016, months later for the Brit Awards, uh, Lord would actually perform with a lot of Bowie's past bandmates. Oh, wow, really? And uh, she got to sing Life on Mars. And Whoa. if you watch the clip, you're going to cry. <laughs> I cry every time I watch it. Oh, man. I want to cry. It's just ugly sobbing. <laughs> oh, man. Because it's so good. <laughs> and Gail Ann Dorsey is, like, the best. Oh, and I'm just going to start crying <laughs> on the podcast. Are you crying now? Because you're going to no. make me cry. <laughs> oh. It's so good. Okay, I'll have to watch com- that. Video. I got to compose myself. I just got to I just got to I just got to imagine Iggy Pop now without a shirt on. <laughs> hey Iggy, we got you some Christmas presents. What the hell is this? It's called a shirt. <laughs> it's been 40 years in the making. Please wear one. <laughs> We're all doing it. So, uh, next thing I want to talk about is online streaming. Hmm? Really? So, in 2002, Bowie would make a bold statement in the New York Times. Music is going to be like running water or electricity. Now, this was the height of Napster and LimeWire. Oh. Napster, the famous... Napster is famous for pissing off Metallica. Yeah, uh, making you know, fuck Metallica. But LimeWire was great. How else am I gonna watch my Yu Yu Hakusho anime music videos? Ah, uh, there's so many times. Have I'm you like... ever seen? Have you ever seen Hie fight to breaking the habit? It's all I want in life. Ah, uh, LimeWire. Using LimeWire to download LimeWire Pro. Oh fuck. <laughs> And, uh, you know, 16 years later, you know, he couldn't be more right because we have YouTube, Apple Music, and Spotify. Yeah. And Google Play or music, whatever they call it. Yeah. And he would actually expand this by saying, I don't even know why I would want to be on a label in a few years because I don't think it's going to work by labels and by distribution systems in the same way. The absolute transformation of everything that we ever thought about music will take place within the 10 years, and nothing is going to be able to stop it. I see absolutely no point in pretending that it's not going to happen. You'd better be prepared for doing a lot of touring because that's really the only unique situation that's going to be left. It's terribly exciting, but on the other hand, it doesn't matter if you think it's exciting or not. It's going to happen. Ah, oh, damn. What a visionary. Ah, oh, he's so cool. He called that so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and all my friends in bands, they say, yeah, we sell music, but we make most of our money by touring now. <laughs> yeah. And Spotify does not pay well. I heard it does not. It does not. <laughs> You've got to sell, like, hundreds of thousands of downloads or whatever. All right. Jason. What? Would you believe that Bowie zucked Zuckerberg before Zuckerberg was Zuckerberg? I. That's a lot. That's a tough <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I give you credit for pulling it off. I. Yes. Would I believe in that? In 1999, the creation of BowieNet would act as a proto-social media site. BowieNet. 
Yep. Users would have access to a massive library of his back catalog, photos, videos, and even it even gave people the option to make accounts within the site. Huh. This was years before MySpace and just about a decade before Facebook would take over the entire world. So it's just like a fan site with like a bunch of songs? Yeah, but you would have a profile and you could have music play when you visited the profile. Oh, whoa! It's so ahead of its time! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he would later say, what the internet is going to do to society, both good and bad, is unimaginable. (laughs) That's definitely true. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna get to a darker subject. This death. Mm-hmm. Do you know where you were on January tenth, two thousand sixteen? Um, I don't know. In my apartment, probably. Because I I know exactly where I was. Where I was in our Koreatown apartment. Mm-hmm. I I partied a little too hard mm-hmm. on January 9th <laughs> I slept for twenty four hours. Damn. And January 11th is my birthday, so I got to wake up to find out that David Bowie had died. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that is the worst news to wake up to. Uh, and uh, it sucked, man. Yeah. I was I was heartbroken. Oh, wait, I think I remember that day now. Yeah, it was, it was fucked. Yeah. And then months later, I'd be in Japan, and I don't know if you guys know this, but Japan has a shit ton of tower records. I would never have guessed that. Yeah, there was actually more Tower Records in Japan before there was a single one in New York City. Huh. (laughs) And uh, in Shibuya, they have an eight-story tall Tower Records. Whoa. That is a lot of music. It's it's a lot. (laughs) And I went to the rock section, and they had a book and a little altar to David Bowie. And the book said, hey, we're going to be sending this to Amon. I want international people and the people of Japan to write a message to her. Well, that's so cool. And I just I just wrote that I, I would miss Bowie. I hope that Amon would be okay. His daughter Lexi would be okay. Uh, Duncan would be okay. And Shit, man, it's heavy. That is heavy. Oh, man. And like I, I miss him. And it hurts, you know? Because, I mean, fuck. Yeah. I never got to meet him, and he was never a guest voice actor on Venture Brothers. (laughs) Even though he's, like, one of the main antagonists of Venture Brothers. Wait, he wasn't a voice guest? No, he wasn't wasn't the voice of David Bowie on Venture Brothers. For some reason, I always assumed he was. No. Because David Bowie's a major character in that. Yes. in, in In Bowie's first appearance on the show... An asterisk actually appears on on screen and says, "This is a impersonation or an impression." Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Just some people aren't like that. Doesn't sound like David Bowie. I mean, it really does, though. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. <laughs> but you know, uh, Bowie foresaw his death. He did. He he had an eighteen month battle with cancer oh, that yeah. he would lose, but he managed to record one last album. As goodbye to his fans. I mean, shit, man. Can you imagine being on your deathbed and having the will and strength and genius to write a goodbye letter to say thank you? Yeah, that's insane. I couldn't imagine going through the battle for cancer while writing and performing in an album. 
Man. Yeah. And like, the thing is, people don't always get to be so lucky. Yeah. We lose people. We don't get to say goodbye. And if you're an artist, you rarely get the chance to make one last piece of art. And it's as good as Black Star. Yeah. But someone who's led as crazy a life as he has. <laughs> yeah. But do you know how else he foresaw his death? How? His greatest achievement was the prophecy of future Secretary of State Kanye West. What? <laughs> he... He foresaw that? That's right, Jason. It's a bizarre tale. (laughs) (laughs) I snuck a bizarre tale into this episode. There's a prophecy in here? What? (laughs) Yes, David Bowie predicted Kanye West. (laughs) I did not see this mid-podcast twist coming. (laughs) You don't believe me? You Uh, see, it all starts with... The rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders of, from Mars. Okay. See, the album cover has a dark London street, but there's only two main pieces of focus on the album. A blonde David Bowie posing with a guitar and a sign. Now, before this episode started, I texted you a picture of that album. Mm-hmm. What does the sign say? Oh, man. I was scared. I was scared to find out. Whoa, (laughs) K-West. That's right. It's a picture of David Bowie and a sign that reads K-West. And it goes even deeper. What's the first song on that album? Five Years. And what's the album about? It's about Earth possibly being destroyed in five years. (laughs) Unless the, the Messiah... The star man helped save the world from itself. And who was born on June 8th, 1977, five <laughs> years after the album came out? Oh, no, I can't Kanye I guess. West. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kanye West? <laughs> yep. In 1974, Bowie would say in an interview that once Ziggy dies on stage, the infinites take his elements and make themselves visible. After his death, Kanye would be the first to honor David Bowie, tweeting only an hour after the official Facebook announcement. His tweet, David Bowie was one of my most important inspirations, so fearless, so creative, he gave us magic for a lifetime. Coincidence? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> but Jason, that's just the tip of the rabbit hole. You mean iceberg? No. Okay. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. Please. Okay. Oh, okay. What else could there possibly be? Redditor in- Ingenious Gentleman would expand the original theory. Relevant since username. it's on Reddit, it's true. <laughs> That's... Is that how it works? I like the name Ingenious Gentleman, though. That does lend him Ingenious a bit more credence. Ingenious Gentleman. Yeah, Ingenious Gentleman. I like believe him a little bit more now. What was Bowie's final album before he died? Um, Black Star. 
and Kanye West, <laughs> a black star. <laughs> he is. But wait, there's more. The lyrics of Black Star explain it even more. Something happened on the day he died. Spirit rose a meter and stepped aside. Somebody else took his place and bravely cried, I'm a black star. I'm a black star. <laughs> uh, so the idea of... All right, I feel like I'm losing you. Am I losing you? Are <laughs> that Kanye West will... Is the black star that takes over after David Bowie dies? Okay, I think I'm losing you. How about how about this? Is that the idea? Okay, <laughs> I feel like I'm losing you. The third track on the album is titled Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know about Lazarus? Uh, if you say Lazarus Pit, I'm going to go over there and slap the shit out of you. <laughs> the guy in the Bible like comes back to life or something, right? Yeah, so as he recorded the album, uh, like I said before, he had an 18-month battle with cancer. In the Bible, Lazarus had become ill and died. But he was put in a tomb and resurrected by Jesus through the power of prayer. And what's the third track on Kanye West's 2013 album, Yeezus? I am a god. (laughs) So because they both use god imagery, then... All right, I feel like I'm losing you. This no, is the nail. To keep this up. is the nail in the coffin, Jason. I believe you. Sia, haircut icon and pop star. <laughs> Three days before Bowie's death, mm-hmm. she released a music video for her song Reaper. Oh, okay. And who was the producer on that music video? Kanye <laughs> fucking West. Oh my god. Okay, that's the most convincing Checkmate, so far. Jason. <laughs> wow. Wait, does that mean Kanye West? So, wait, what? This means Kanye West? All that together means Kanye West is going to be the Secretary of State? And lead us into a new world order? Don't, don't read into it that far. <laughs> is he going to change everything? Is he going to save the world? Look, what's important <laughs> is that David Bowie had an amazing life. And, and he uh, was a visionary. And, we're, and if, you know, we're going to, if you really want to remember him, we're going to have links to some charities that he would support. Uh, we're going to have links to the Trevor Project, which uh, gives mental health resources to LGBTQ youth. And uh, we're going to have a link to Fuck Cancer. Because fuck cancer. Yeah, fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. We should also link to some of those YouTube videos we mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> cool. And uh, I miss him, you know? Yeah. It sucks he's not here. Man, he did a lot. What a life. Yeah. You know, I'd, it's going to sound crazy, but I'm starting to think he held the fabric of the universe together. <laughs> That's true. Because 2016 <laughs> sucked. It really went to shit and after how that. did it start? <laughs> David Bowie died. <laughs> but That's true. Things have kind of been going downhill since then. Yeah. But, you know, as, as, as I think about it, um, I think if, if he could see us here, and if if I could get David Bowie as a guest on this podcast, that would be amazing. That'd be but so cool. <laughs> I think I think he would tell people to always be yourself. 
and never let people keep you down and you should never hide who you really are and never be boring when things get stale try something else there's no shame in reinventing yourself and yeah people change and there's nothing wrong with that but it's mostly Kanye West being the, <laughs> the prophetic star man. I think that's mostly what he would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's mostly him just like, how'd you guys know? That's exactly... When I recorded that album in 1972, that's exactly what I had in mind. You guys did it. <laughs> Kanye West is coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Rest in peace, Bowie. Rest in and, peace. Uh, and Mon... Lexi and Duncan, I hope you guys are doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. What a great man. So, uh, yeah, that that got deep and then silly and then, <laughs> and then deep. Um, <laughs> Sounds perfect for a Bowie Miss episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ruin it by saying, hey, if you like the podcast, um, help us out and give us a review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. It, it helps too. us get found easier and uh, spread the word of Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if your friends like podcasts about David Bowie or skunk apes or <laughs> a town that hanged the monkey for being a French spy, uh, send them our way. Do you have any, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, nope. Not, oh, even, your, not even your blog about yes. game design and dungeon mastering? <laughs> Yes, I do. I'm going to plug my blog about game design and dungeon mastering. Uh, ThoughtCauldron.com um, T-H-O-U-G-H-T <laughs> I'm going to uh, literally, we're going to stop recording and I'm going to buy you the other URL. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, happy Bowie Miss Jason. <laughs> happy Bowie Miss. And, uh, you oh yeah, can... you all have anything to plug? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at DHP Gastelum. And stop by DHPGastelum.com. Mondays we update with podcasts, Wednesdays and Fridays with comics. And uh, read my comic, Aria, Cyberpunk Mystery, that updates on Wednesdays and Fridays. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, it feels uh, corny to try and make a joke at yeah. the end of this <laughs> it really does i so, thought about it i was like but it's just it feels so wrong <laughs> um yeah never be boring never be boring be true to yourself i like it yeah i'm gonna go do that maybe me too happy bowie miss daniel happy bowie miss <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>